Thanks for tuning in. This episode was originally recorded for YouTube, so some references might be lost on listeners. To get the full experience and to view current episodes, go to youtube.com forward slash at Rob Talks Beer. That's youtube.com forward slash the at symbol Rob Talks Beer. All right, let's go to the episode. Hello and welcome to Rob from the Internet Talks About Beer, a show where we discuss different styles of beer, its history, and its flavor profile. I'm Rob from the Internet. Let's talk about beer. All right, so joining me today is Rod from Modern Dad. Uh, he's he's, he's a, got a little bit of a following on the social media. He posts some pretty funny stuff, and uh, I thought he'd be a really interesting guest to have on today. So, uh, Rod, if you would, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, I'm uh, 49 years old. I uh, live on the West Coast. Um, I work hard for a living. Uh, what else? I got three kids. <laughs> They're, I, one's 11, 20, and 22. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little, little bit of a gap between those. <laughs> Just a little bit of a gap. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're one of those crazy people. I stopped at one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just had to, had to go for the girl. <laughs> See, I got, I got, I got a daughter on the first try, and I was like, you know what? I'm done. One and done. <laughs> so, yeah. um, if you would tell us a little bit uh, about how, how is it you got interested in craft beer, and what is your level of interest in craft beer? Um, well, just. I mean, if, if you're on the West Coast, everybody, like, there's craft beer makers everywhere. And uh, you go out for dinner, you go out, you know, even if you just go somewhere, you can just stop by and just pick them up from anywhere. They're literally, from my house, probably about four of them. So they're easy to nice. stop and just pick up a six-pack, and and that way you get to taste different styles and different flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Find out what All you right, like. so... Yeah, well, and, and that's the whole thing with craft beer is there's so many different styles and so many different flavors out there. If you can't find something you like, it's probably not the beer's fault. <laughs> Definitely not. One, one of my favorites, right. though, is, is the one we're going to talk about today. Yeah, so let's just jump right in. Today we're going to be discussing cream ales. So um, a little bit of history on the cream ale. It's the only truly North American beer style that is out there. It was invented in the United States in the 1800s. So I don't know if you were aware of that or not. It's nope. uh, it, it, it's truly the only North American uh, style of beer. The rest of the styles of beer that we enjoy tend to be um, to be from other places. You know, a lot of them are from from Germany and and Bavaria and 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 the UK, obviously, with all the English ales yep. and things like that. So. Um, Cream ales can be kind of thought of as a, kind of like the bastard love child between a German lager and English ales. So they tend to be light, uh, inoffensive, um, really crushable without that typical watery taste that you get from a lot of the macro beers. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of the cousin to a pale lager, generally brewed to be light and refreshing with, um, with like a... a Typically a golden pale color, similar to like you'd get from a Coors Light or a Bud Light or, yeah, look at there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the, t 
Typically, the hop and malt flavor is uh, subdued, um, but as craft beer is, it's open to interpretation. A lot of craft breweries um, tend to uh, to play with the style a little bit. Um, and despite the name cream ale, there is no dairy in these products. There is zero dairy. <laughs> what I, what I thought, well, the reason why I like cream ale so much is simply because it's one thing you can actually add stuff to. For instance, uh, if you just want a you know, piece of lime in it, yep. it accepts lime really well. Or, you know, as you know, probably, I would probably put Corona closer to a cream ale. And, uh, yeah, I think Corona is technically a lager, but yeah, it's in that same vein. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's close because you know, the, the cream ales that I get here, they're very similar in taste. And if you're in Mexico and I don't know if you can, if you've ever had one, but they make these things called micheladas. Mm -hmm. Yep. You could do that with those. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, um, one of the things I like to do when, when, when we're discussing beer styles, obviously, is give a little bit of history about them. But I like to, I like to give a little bit of uh, information about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Cream ales are, are what's called a top fermented ale. So that means um, it's, it's a warmer fermentation progress, uh, process than, say, a lager, which is fermented at a lower temperature. Um, but a lot of them, interestingly enough, after their primary fer- fermentation, go into a lager-style uh, cold conditioning um, to reduce to reduce some of the off flavors that you tend to get when you do the warmer ferments, which is kind of cool. Uh, which is what also gives it that that clean and crisp flavor that that's so enjoyable with a cream ale. Hot summer day. <laughs> Hot, you, you know. Um, one of the things about them is they're typically less than a 5%. Um, sometimes, you know, they, they, it varies, obviously, but yeah. uh, they're, they're what I like to call a patio pounder. You can just sit there and drink them and drink them and drink them. <laughs> all day long. <laughs> yeah, all, all day long. All right. So um, I don't know what uh, what you have for, for your cream ale today, but obviously since we're in different parts of the country, it's a little harder to get the same beer. Um, I actually have a fantastic one from Muskoka Brewery. It's uh, nor- uh, northern Ontario, uh, a little bit. I don't know it's about three hours north of me. So this is their this is their cream ale, and it's a nice. little different than your typical cream ale in the uh, in the in the color. It's a little darker than than uh, what you would expect. Um, hang on, I'm pouring it here. So this has this has um, if you can see it's got a little bit more of the coppery color to it. Yeah, it so does. the grain bill that the grain bill they use has it has a little more color to it. And but you know, like all cream ales, if you take a nice nice whiff of it, it's got that that clean that 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 um, stereotypical clean beer scent to it. There's not a whole lot going on there. It's like you, you sniff it, and you're like. Yeah, this is something I could drink probably a, a six pack of and not be completely blasted. <laughs> <laughs> well, today because you know because of COVID, um, I wasn't able to find any of the local microbreweries that had any. So what I ended up doing was I just went down to local, and the only one they had was, and you'll recognize the name, Sleeman's. Sleeman's, yeah, but it's a, that's actually a halfway decent cream ale. I mean, it is. for for a, for a large brewery, Sleeman's makes 
for 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 a large brewery, Sleeman's makes a decent cream ale, and they make a decent run of the mill lager. Yes, they do. I mean, and you know, it. I figured if I get it, a plug anybody, it's going to be a Canadian company. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. No. No. No doubt. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm. I'm. I'm originally from the states. Uh, moved to Canada three years ago. It'll actually. It'll be three years in in twelve days. Congratulations. Uh, three years. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So my wife and I got married, and originally she was going to move to the states, but with the political climate that was happening three years ago, she asked if I would be opposed to moving to Canada, and I said, you know, I don't care where I live as long as we're together. Who gives a shit where we're at? Yep. So I uh, moved moved to Ontario to where she's from, and and you know I haven't regretted it a single day of my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's a uh, it's a great place to live. It is. You know what's funny is um. A lot of my friends from the States, and and this is going to sound bad, but a lot of people from the States just don't know anything about Canada. Uh, we're not taught anything about Canada. So a lot of my friends are like, oh, my God, you're moving to Canada. Isn't it going to be cold? And I'm like, guys, I'm moving what's literally an hour north <laughs> in latitude from where I'm from. And and uh, 350 miles to the east. So no, it's not going to be any colder. <laughs> the weather is actually warmer here in the winter than it was from where I'm from in the states. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, no, well, that, that could definitely happen. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's amazing. Sometimes they think it's it's just freezing as soon as you hit, you head north. Yeah, and, and it's like you know, I, I'm literally if you if you were to look at a map, where I live is in line with Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> In terms of, of where I'm at in latitude, it's not cold. No, no, not at all. Well, by you know, it, I, I mean, people have a hard time fathoming when I talk to them about where I live because where I live, it really doesn't snow in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, it, you're, it you're, in, you're in Vancouver area, so. Yeah. Well, and it's just that, I mean, that's like that whole Portland and, 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 and Seattle and things like that. On occasion, you get some snow and you might get some ice, but not a whole lot. It's more rain than anything. Tons of rain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So when you take a, when you take a sip of your beer, yep. tell me the type of flavors that you're pulling out of it. I definitely pull the sweetness out of this one. Yep. There's a, yeah, there's a nice little sweetness, but tart at the same time. So Yours? with, with, with the, yeah, with the Muskoka, um, because they use a slightly different grain bill, it's got, um, it's got a slightly, it, 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 it's, it's definitely sweet. It's got a malty, uh, malty backbone to it. Um, so it's not, it's not quite as, as um, light and nondescript as you would normally get from a cream ale, so it's right. got a little bit of a little bit of flavor punch to it, which is fantastic. I mean, because because you get that, it's got a nice clean finish, and it's and it's got that um, that that slightly bready, almost a little biscuity flavor to it because of because of the grains that they're using in it. Yeah, so. yeah. No, this 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 one here, it uh, definitely sweet. It's got a bit of a tiny bit of bitterness to it, which always obviously that's I mean, that's just beer, that's what it is. Yeah, that's hops. I mean hops <laughs> add a little bit of bitterness to it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh probably probably a little bit fruity actually. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, well, and 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 to to be fair, you know, if uh, if it, depending on how long they cold condition it, or or if they do a second fermentation on it, which they might, they might do a, a lagering phase on it. It might still have some of those fruity esters in it, um, but it should still have kind of a a clean finish at the end. So you drink it, and you're like, yeah, there's not a whole lot hanging around in my mouth after yeah. you're, you're done. Yeah. Well, when you uh, when when you're eating and you're drinking one of these, it uh... It cleans the palate, but then it leaves room. Yep. There's nothing overpowering. Yeah, exactly. This, this is uh, a cream ale, in, in my opinion, is the one of the perfect beers to have with a nice burger. Yeah, agreed. You know, agreed. Because <laughs> you eat your burger and you got a little bit of stuff hanging around your mouth. You take the beer, you get a little flavor from that, but it, it cleans, it, as you said, it cleanses your palate. It cleans yeah. out your mouth. And then you're ready for whatever's coming up next. Oh, is it another burger? Is it going to be? Is, is it going to be a steak. sausage? Is it going to be dessert? <laughs> yeah, steak. Exactly. Right. So you, you really, you really can't go wrong with um, this style of beer. And the the cool thing is, is um, this style was was um, was invented for people who wanted that um, that kind of um, European flavor of beer but they didn't want to wait as long so they would they fermented it like a standard ale but in order to make it lighter they used different grains so sometimes they use wheat sometimes they use rice uh, a lot of the american breweries actually use uh, a lot of corn um to to lighten the to lighten the flavor up go figure and, be, and yeah go figure it's the united states <laughs> you got that you got that whole center of the country where there's nothing but fucking corn and cows <laughs> the midwest so, um, yeah the, which is which is where i'm originally from so <laughs> yeah you know it's corn and soybeans for as far as the eye can see <laughs> instead of rolling meadows <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so um by using by 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 uh, allowing it to ferment with a warmer temperature, but using things like corn or rice to lighten the flavor, they actually were able to produce this light style of beer faster than than um, your typical lagers. Because with a lager, you know, you have to it has to ferment at a, a cold temperature, and it can take you know four, six, eight weeks for it to ferment. Whereas if you're doing it with, with an ale style where it's a warmer ferment, you're done in a week and then you, you do a cold process on it for what, a week, maybe two. So you're pushing beer out faster than the guys that are making the actual lagers and it's the same style essentially of beer. And honestly tastier. It's, it's one of my preferences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a solid, uh, stout and porter kind of guy um yeah I, I like the i like the really the really dark beers i like the uh the, the super malt forward um if i had to if i had to choose a single style that was my absolute favorite i would probably actually say barley wine i don't know if you're familiar with a, with, with a barley wine no but never it's, heard uh, of it. <laughs> oh well you better you better you better uh do do a little research and get yourself a nice barley wine so uh <laughs> barley wine falls into the uh the category of what's typically known as a winter warmer. Uh, they tend to be double digit ABV, but they're okay. really malt for they're really malt forward. So they're um, sweet, sweet on the on the outset with um, with a with a nice punch of flavor in the middle, and then you get uh, the the hoppy bitterness at the end. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, the, 
Absolutely, absolutely great. But um, on a daily basis, I tend to drink uh, porters and stouts. Like um, behind me here, I've got my kegerator with three taps on it, and two of them are stouts right now. <laughs> well, look at that. <laughs> I look didn't at notice that. that back in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, uh, I actually I actually record the show in my brewing area. Um, we've got in our garage, our garage is segmented out. The front third is for the cars. The middle third is where my wife does her gardening. And the back third is all my brewing stuff. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and a perfect yeah, right? place to have your studio. So, yeah. The, <laughs> it, yeah, well, I mean, it, 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 it's a little echoey in here because, I mean, it's stainless steel and walls. But yeah. <laughs> But it's not it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, so this is where I like to record the show because it's got, it's got decent lighting and it's quiet out here. So. Yeah. When I when I'm not brewing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure when you're brewing, it's a little it's a little noisier. <laughs> it, not not terribly so, but it is a bit, you know, because there's things clanking around and yeah. and, and what have. You. Um, all right, so uh, I'm gonna take a I'll take another drink here and see if I pull any different flavors now that my mouth is kind of acclimated to the beer. Yeah, this one, this one's got um, kind of a, a floral notes to it. Um, it it's I think this cream ale leans more towards the English ale style than it does the uh, the German lager style. Yeah. Um, so it's got it's got that um, it's got that kind of nutty um, malty sweetness to it, but it's got. It's got a little bit of a floral bit to it when you when when you finish taking the drink and you open your mouth, you're like, kind of like um, almost almost like Earl Grey tea has that kind of floral flavor to it after you open your mouth. Okay. So that's kind of what I'm pulling out of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. I've actually this is actually the first time I've ever had uh, this cream ale. Um, I I typically uh, I typically don't have them around. Um, like I said, because I tend to drink port uh, porters and stouts, but maybe, if I'm going to have maybe a you should try beer, brewing your own. Yeah, well, I, I it, when I brew a lighter beer, I tend to brew like a blonde ale. Um, yeah. So, which which is similar, but not quite doesn't have quite the the, the mouth feel that this does. Um, but yeah, actually, the the next beer that I'm going to be brewing is going to be a. Um, Excuse me, an English ESB, so an extra special bitter, um, which is another which is another one of my one of my uh, preferred styles. It's got it's got that nice, rich maltiness to it, with just a little bit of bitterness at the end. So, uh, with this beer here, you're having a barbecue. What do you throw on the barbecue? Uh, with this, I would probably go with um, like a um, a garlic uh, a garlic uh, bratwurst. Or maybe uh, maybe even like a Mexican chorizo, it would be good with that um, with, with the flavor profile that it has, and obviously the good old the good old standard burger. Yeah. Um, you know, it might actually even work with like um, with, with like a kielbasa or something like that as well too. Kind of play off the yeah. Uh, I hit them with Smokies, where Smokies they got a big hit, big hit of flavor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it would work. It would work well. This one would work well with that as well. I mean, um, this one because it leans more towards the English would actually probably also work with like if you were if you were doing um, 
doing a fish fry or, or, or something like that as well. Yeah. The greasy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the good, greasy, the good, the good, greasy stuff. Exactly. The stuff that makes us happy. <laughs> right. Right. Why is it all the stuff that, that, uh, that's healthy? It doesn't make us as happy as the stuff that's completely unhealthy. <laughs> Ask me that when I'm chowing down on a pound of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I actually, um, um, little, little bit of personal history about me, about, um, it's been what, oh God, it's been 10 years ago now. Um, I was, I was nearly, uh, I was just, just about, uh, 410 pounds. Oh, wow. And, uh, I, I changed my lifestyle completely and, and I lost, I lost 180 pounds in, in less than a year. And, and, um, I changed my diet for a while and I was eating, basically I was eating the, uh, what, what's now called, I don't know, keto or whatever it is. So I was basically just eating meat and cheese for, for a while. And yeah. I had, uh, on Thursdays, I used to have bacon Thursdays where all I ate was bacon for the entire day. <laughs> It's like, so what'd you have for breakfast? Half a pound of bacon. What'd you have for lunch? Half a pound of bacon. What'd you have have for dinner? A pound of bacon. (laughs) That's a big, that's a big weight drop though. It is. Well, you know, I, and and what's funny is, is, uh, when it, when I first, when I first did it, everyone's like, well, Oh, how, how'd you lose all this weight? I'm like, I did it the old fashioned way. I put less in than, than, than I put out. So yeah. I was working, you know, I, I, I lived uh, for, for nine months of the 11 months, I lived on um, about 1,200 calories a day, and I was going to the gym every day for at least an hour. So I was burning tons of calories, not taking a ton in, but yeah. And then I've, I, I've been fairly successful at keeping it off uh, for, for the last 10 years. Uh, I've gone up, you know, because of COVID and not being able to really do a whole lot these days. I've gone up about 20 pounds, but, but it's, not, uh, it's not terrible. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I've, well, let's see, I was 180, and right now I'm pushing about 210. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I, I was too, I was, uh, when I moved to Canada, I was too. 35, I think. And right now I'm sitting at about 260. <laughs> yeah. So we are pretty, pretty much on par. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, well, it, it doesn't help. I, I, I like to run. Uh, I run three to four days a week, but uh, I injured myself. And the thing about getting older is it takes longer to recover. It has taken me forever to get over this foot injury. So yeah. I haven't been able to run as much or as long as I used to. Like I used to go out on Saturdays and Sundays and run 25 K each day. And, and now I'm lucky if I can make it 15 before my foot's like, Hey buddy, uh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you should get one of the, the, uh, treadmills and place it a window at least you can look out and then you can do uh you can do it several times a day for 10 minutes yeah oh i've got i've got a treadmill actually um for for in the winter when it when the weather is complete crap i mean i'll oh, run and yeah. I'll, I'll run outside until it's you know negative 20 i'm sorry but i forget the rest of canada doesn't have my weather and even if it's raining right go for a run <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, I, I go out. I go out pretty much, like I said, until it hits negative uh, twenty or so. Uh, then, it, then it's just it, for me. Then it's no longer fun. It's just miserable. Then I'll go downstairs and run on the treadmill, which but, is also miserable. But when you're shivering, <laughs> you're burning even more calories. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it's something like that. Yeah, whatever. But 
I, I was talking to I was talking to some friends on Twitter today, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, the, today I went for a 16k run, and and I mowed the lawn, and I prepped the pool for opening, which is happening next week." And, and they're like, "16k, I'd die." I'm like, "Well, I used to run 25k every every weekend day, so Saturday <laughs> and Sunday, I'd run a half marathon each day." And yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like. Think about it this way. If you start running, you can drink more beer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's the carrot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. So um, do you have a favorite brewery that makes this style of beer? Uh, the one that I used to like to go to is no longer. So. Oh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. I'm actually the hat. The hat I'm wearing today is from a brewery that was one of my favorites that no longer exists. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll find a new one soon. But probably for now, until you know this is all over and they actually start making more beer, because right now yeah. I mean the the restaurants have done well, but they're they're kind of keeping to their their old best. That way they yep. can move the product right. All so, right, try, until, the tried and true stuff. Yeah, until then, then I'll just have to see whatever the beer stores have. Maybe I find something new in there. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, but the, so when I went ahead. today, that when I went today, that's all they had. <laughs> yeah, could be worse. <laughs> one one of my favorites is actually uh, is actually one of the oldest uh, breweries that makes uh, cream ale. It's Genesee Brewery from Rochester, New York. And they do a lot of playing around with the, with the cream ale. Um, I think right now, if you go to if you're on their if you go to their website, or whatever, they've got like a, a strawberry tangerine cream ale, which actually sounds pretty damn delicious to me. Yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind they, the flavored they, ones. Well, that's the thing about cream ale is you can you can flavor it, you can add flavors to it, yeah. it, it, it because it's because it's such an inoffensive. Uh, flavor palette to begin with, right. it's very well suited for adding other flavor things to it. So strawberry or or, or citrusy, like lemon or orange or or I, even I think even like a blueberry would work well with it. I'm waiting for bacon one day. <laughs> bacon cream ale. <laughs> so one of my other one of my other favorites. Um, is by Abita Brewing. They're from Louisiana. They make one called Creole Cream Ale, which is really good. Um, and now this one, uh, the Muskoka Cream Ale. It's gonna. I'm gonna add it to my list of. Yep, this is a cream ale I really like um, because it's got it's got a really great uh, profile. So. Well, where you're from, um, there, there there must just be tons of microbreweries. Oh yeah, you know. Um, I was actually having this conversation on my first episode with uh, a brewer from one of the local uh, craft breweries, and uh, we looked it up. And there, right now, that there are, uh, well, as of as of January of this year, there are 493 craft breweries in Ontario. <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know what? It's probably I close mean, the same here. <laughs> There's, well, uh, oh, I, I, I'm sure. I'm I mean, sure. Like I said, because, I can think I can think of four that are within you know 10 minutes of me. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, that's the whole West Coast thing. I mean, that's that. It, even in the United States, that's where craft beer got its got its start. Really, was on the West Coast. Yeah, you know, uh, and and then it's just slowly moved its way across the country. Um, and, and and you know, um, one of the things we were talking about in, in this other episode was uh, 
the fact that the, the craft beer scene in Canada is still on that big up upsweep. So in the United States, there's, I don't know, I think there's like 8,000 craft breweries or something in the United States. Um, and, and Canada, and Canada here loves in, their beer. In, yeah, well, Canada loves beer, and and now that now that the, the, all the provinces have really started relaxing the rules, and, and more people are able to get into the craft brewing, um, it, you know, you got it's still on that upswing to yeah. to, to where the uh, the number of craft breweries just keeps growing and growing, and it's going to be fantastic for for the next several years. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to keep growing here. So do you have, um, in general, do you have a favorite brewery? Uh, probably Granville Island. I don't know if you've ever heard Gra- of that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nope. Uh, I, I actually, I actually, uh, just had a Granville Island, uh, IPA, uh, two days ago. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they, they make some great beers and, you know, that's typically one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's good stuff. So um, my favorites, um, local local favorites, uh, well, fairly local to me anyway. Within within an hour of me, uh, there's a brewery called Nickelbrook. Um, they make a whole bunch of great beers, and then uh, we also have Collective Arts. I don't know if you've ever heard of Collective Arts or not. Nope. Um, they're they're pretty big. They make they make uh, a ton of beers, and there's not a single beer they make that is bad. There might be a beer style you don't like, but the beer itself is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, how it goes. Nationally, it'd probably be Sleeman's for me. I'm not big on Molson and and Labatt. Yeah. And that. Uh, <laughs> the the super macro beers. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, if, if I if I'm gonna pick a national one, it'd probably most definitely be Sleeman's out of the out nice. of all. Nice. All right. Um, well, we've we've come to the to the the end of another episode, guys. So uh, I'd like to thank uh, Modern Dad for uh, taking the time to be with us, and I'd like to thank anybody who's watching this uh, this episode for being with us. If you liked what you like what you saw and heard, please uh, hit subscribe. If you want to be notified, click the little bell. Um, please feel free to leave comments, uh, questions, concerns, or suggestions for beer styles you'd like us to cover in the future. Uh, other than that, you know, it's been, it's been great talking with you, Rod. So, uh, Thank you. cheers. Cheers. Have a great day. You too, man.